TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We played the Fedor sound earlier in the show where Chris had said last night with Jonathan Peterlin, he had said that you know he it, it, it flummoxes him. He didn't use that word. I just really like that word that uh, Cleveland fans haven't embraced Donovan Mitchell to the same level as other players. And you and I got into whether we agree with that. And I think I was more just, I don't know how to gauge that. And so when we had Chris on, he kind of responded that like one piece of evidence is Donovan Mitchell not getting on the all, not getting voted to the yeah. all-stars. And listen, I think the reality is I'm sure, and we, you and I, when we talked about this earlier, there are people on our social media page, at Nick Wilson says, at Spencey to underscore, because we're just cheap plugging the hell out of this now, <laughs> uh, that were, oh, well, not until he signs an extension. Or, well, he's an assassin, and at this point, he, he you know, he, or he's a hired gun, and he hasn't done enough yet. And I think those are all valid points. What I would say is that's a sign, much like the all-star thing, that I, I don't think it's less anti-Donovan or the, it, it, even more the show me thing, I just think the bar's been raised. And I think we're out of the, the honeymoon phase with these Cavaliers. I think that bubble was burst last year in the playoffs. And I think now, by and large, like I think Cavs fans are really enjoying Donovan Mitchell, but knowing the importance of this year, it is just do it. And I actually think, like I think the last 15 games have done a lot to endear Donovan to Cavs fans because – it's been everything's around him. He's been running the point. His passing game has set up all these great threes. He's still averaging an, uh, an insane amount of points per game. But, like, I do think we're just at a point where, hey, man, it's cool that you need us to show you that, uh, that, that you're going to be able to win a championship or compete for that here. But at the same point, you kind of got to prove it to us, too. I think what some of this comes down to, too, especially with Cleveland fans, and just like historically, I think this can kind of be true. We want people to choose us, mm-hmm. especially in sports. Like, we want to feel like you are ours or you somehow resonate with the city. Like, Jose Ramirez has a one way ticket to free dinner in this town for the rest of his life because he chose us, he took a discount to stay here when he could have got more money on the open market. It's why people now, Francisco Lindor used to be at the top of like the gets Cleveland list. And then when he goes to New York and takes the money and and wouldn't sign here for less, now all of a sudden he's public enemy number one for a period of time. It's the same reason why like Nick Chubb, guy signs an extension here. He very much resonates with the identity of the city. Everybody loves him. Miles Garrett, he did the same sort of thing. I think David Njoku is a guy who has kind of endeared himself to the city with a lot of how the last year and and things have gone for him. Dallas is Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw that, David. He defended Cleveland. Yeah, against against, uh, one of the bigger markets and one of the more popular markets, and Micah Parsons trying to talk some smack to him. So, um, like, that's the type of stuff that I think really resonates with this fan base. And so, to the, and and even when you go to use the Cavs example, like, you go back to LeBron, 
LeBron was here initially, and we all loved it because of the, yeah, he's from Northeast Ohio, and you have the best player on the planet. So, of course, you embraced him initially. But then there was always, towards the tail end of his rookie deal, there was those awkward conversations about, well, what does he want to stay in Cleveland? What are they going to do to try to support him? And you always knew that this day was coming. And then he on national TV, not only did he not choose you, he, like, spit in your face on the way out the door. And so then him coming back, now he officially, like, chose you. And everybody re- just ignored what happened with the Miami Heat thing and embraced him not, again. Not everybody, but a good yes, deal of people. Everybody was willing to forgive and forget, especially after the title. And it was all water under the bridge because he chose Cleveland. And then he left again, and that, that is what it is. But I think it's the same thing. Like, the day everybody universally starts to embrace Donovan Mitchell, and he hasn't. it's not his fault. He's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing but tried to embrace this city in every way he could, aside from signing on the dotted line saying, I'm willing to stick it out longer term. But until he does that, I don't think Cavs fans will fully embrace him as, or even, I guess, NBA fans in general. is like, he's a Cleveland Cavalier. He's here to stay. He's 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 our guy. I think you're right to invoke the Getzus meter, and this is a town more so than almost any other town that that I've I've been around loves the Getzus meter, and moments where they stand for Cleveland because the perception yeah. is nobody stands for Cleveland, and that there have been people who are ungrateful for what they've done. And I will say real quick, I think that there's certain towns in sports that that is important for. Like mm-hmm. I think Cleveland is one. I think Buffalo is one. Some of these smaller markets, like, you know, you the people talk all the time about, like, L.A. is more of, like, a, a an events town. Like, the football games there are just, like, you know, white-collar business people who had a Sunday off, and they're like, oh, I'm showing up to this game. It's, it's not the same vibes. There's certain towns where it just matters more, and the sports teams matters more matter more, and I think that's part of the reason why that happens here, and I think it's what makes Cleveland unique and a great city. So I think you're right to invoke the Getzus meter. I also think a healthy amount of this is trade agita. I think there are a lot of people afraid that you're going to lose Donovan for nothing. That's really not how the NBA, uh, how this thing's set yeah, up. It's not going to happen. How this is really set up is that if Donovan, whether it's this summer or next summer, says, I'm not going to resign with you, and that then it's on the Cavs to, to make the decision on when, but... When we say don't resign with you, that doesn't mean he's not actually going to resign the contract. What it means is it is not his intention to resign with you and stay the entirety of that contract. And think to what Kevin Durant did in uh, Brooklyn, where he signed the extension and everybody said, oh, we don't have to worry. Katie's here. And not a year and a half into that contract, he forced his way to Phoenix. So I so I guess my point is if, if you're holding out on Donovan Mitchell – and embracing him because of trade agita. Guys, it will work itself out. Yeah. We're not we're not going to maybe feel the way you want to feel. You might not get back everything yes. you gave up for him, yeah. but you will still get a substantial return. And, 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 and to I'll your point, say, too. Real quick with that, yeah. real quick. You're more likely, if Donovan says he doesn't want to be here long term, and that's a better way to frame this, you're more likely to get the player that fits best next to Darius Garland yeah. than if Donovan says yes you, I, I am going to stay here, but I need a, a better piece next to me, and you try and trade Donovan for that piece. Like, Donovan's worth is, of a yeah. top 15 player, That that's a lot closer to you getting Jalen Brown than if you all of a sudden had to trade Darius Garland uh, for that. 100%. And to your point, too, you bring up Kevin Durant, but the same exact thing happened when LeBron left the first time. People, All people remember from that experience people. was he went on TV and he spat in our face and, and walked out on us and went to Miami and did it in the most evil way possible, right? That's what everybody remembers from that night. 
But you forget, like, what happened after that was they had to sign him so he could get the max money, then trade him to Miami, and they got a whole bunch of picks from Miami that actually helped in them getting assets and bringing other players in that help bring LeBron back in the future. So that's context that also matters. Like, there's there's no way that this ends with the Cavs getting nothing. It just might end up feeling like you maybe wasted a couple years where you had a superstar top 15 player on your team and you didn't really do much with it. I mean, inevitably, if you've, if you've continued to win at this clip and then you get something close to or the exact or more of what you gave up to get Donovan, you didn't waste two years. Yeah. So I, I so I understand well, what I you're saying. I'm just speaking to that idea. To be clear, like I don't blame it all for making the trade anyway. Like it's Cleveland. We just talked about the market and all that. Like, I, you in this town to be bold and make a move like that. Like I would tell them to do that 20 times over, even but if it doesn't result in a championship. I think the mistake they made was they underestimated, or sorry, they maybe overestimated how ready Darius and yeah. Evan were. They to maybe win. jumped the gun. I I brought that up the other day because. You think about the Knicks trading for OG and Anobi. That's been the player the Cavs have needed for three, four years now as a mm-hmm. wing player. And there was reports that a couple of years ago that Toronto didn't really want to trade him, but there was rumors that they might. And it finally came to a head this year where they moved on from him. You think about what you're saying. If you, they had waited a little bit longer, could they have gotten OG and Anobi last year if they hadn't traded for Donovan Mitchell at the beginning of the season and maybe they'd be better positioned? I don't know because they'd still have all those draft picks. It's it's a, it's an interesting question, but I don't blame them at face value for making a trade for a star player. Two one six four seven four double oh nine two. Um, are we holding back with Donovan? Are we not giving Donovan the same kind of treatment that we've given other similarly similar caliber players? There's one way to 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 kind of gauge that, and I I think there's a take that we've heard on the station this week that actually kind of rebuts the we're holding back on Donovan, but Paul is so graciously called us. Paul, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, Nick. What's up, bud? Hey, hey, hey Nick, I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to light into you a little bit. Um, you've been doing this, and I told the, uh, the screener, uh, you've been doing this since last year. I feel like you're trying to um, run Donovan out of, out of the town. And before you know you my react, power. Before, yeah, <laughs> have you can you cite one article where he said he wanted to leave? Please, uh, can you find me one article before Donovan Mitchell asked for a trade in Utah that said he wanted to leave Utah? Well, did, no, I'm talking about Cleveland. Well, no, no but my, my point is my, my, my greater point here is contracts are the natural. Um, check-in time where you find out how invested a player is in that town. And even if they resign that contract, there's always going to be that because you didn't draft Donovan or until you consistently win with him at a high level. So I understand what you're saying, and I'll be honest with you. I would choose Donovan over Darius tomorrow if Donovan – and by the way, that's an artificial conversation as well – but I would choose Donovan over any other player on this roster tomorrow if he committed to the Cavs because I think he's ready to compete at the highest level now, and I think they need to do everything they can to do. They can't do that until he commits long-term. But the reason why it's a conversation with Donovan is he didn't choose Cleveland. And he wants to, and everybody in the NBA, all the national people believe that he inevitably still wants to be in New York, in Brooklyn. And so 
just because guys, sorry, Paul Donovan's not going to come out and say, uh, "Hey guys, I no longer want to be in Cleveland." He didn't do that till the the time in Utah was done. So you have to plan for it, and you have to try and find a way of, all right, where is this thing going? And is this on track to be that five, ten-year run with a spectacular player? Would you agree uh, that his best years, these last two years, have been in Cleveland? I don't know. Statistically, uh, yes. So so I would say I think he was fantastic in Utah. The guy has been – he's gotten better in the NBA, but like the last five years of Donovan Mitchell have been insanely impressive. His, his last two have been the best of his career numbers wise. Well, yes. but there's Thank some you. reason for Thank that. You. Okay, but what does that have to do? That's not teams winning, Paul. What that has to do, what that has to do is that um, the um, 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 implication that he wants to leave Cleveland. Why would you leave a place where you have, you've had your two best teams? So, so your quarrel yeah, really isn't with me. It's with the NBA or with the idea that Donovan is like I, I understand LeBron what you're saying. Had some we got to run. Best season of his career, and, and and he left again. And we only have to run because we're kind of up against it there, Paul. Um, I I think we've gotten really soft as a town. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I think we had conversations the last three years of LeBron the first time when he was going to leave. And I think LeBron the second time, every single year we had the conversation, even when we knew it was. And what the conversation really is to me is not does Donovan Donovan want to be here. The conversation is are the Cavs willing to do the things that you have to do to go deep into the playoffs to incentivize Donovan to play. If you go to an Eastern Conference Finals this year, guys, I think you have a decent chance of, of keeping Donovan long term. If you peter out in the first round of the playoffs and get embarrassed again, I'm going to go ahead and say you have uh, close to a 0% chance of keeping Donovan. So it's not as simple as I disagree with the national narrative that, well, he just wants to be in New York. You can incentivize him, but now it's on the organization to put him on the table like they did when they traded for him and keep him here. But this idea, because there are a lot of Cavs fans, well, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, guys, then then you just don't want to deal with reality. The reality is there is a deadline coming up, whether it's this year, next year, whenever, with Donovan, and you've got to win with Donovan. 
And if you don't want to have that conversation, cool. Don't be pissed if he pieces out. Don't be pissed. Don't be mad at the Cavs. Don't be mad at Sports Talk Radio. We didn't make it happen. All right? This is how the well, NBA I, works. I, if you read the tea leaves on how this works, that's the reality of the situation. It's not a Nick problem. It's not a Spencer problem. And every time somebody brings up, they get pissy on social media. They get pissy on this or my, that. Guys, it's the NBA. I didn't invent the NBA. I didn't invent how they do business. I didn't invent how any of these guys do business. It's Donovan's right to choose where he wants to play. He's earned that by being one of the 15 best players in the NBA. But to negate the biggest, well, you know what? I don't want to talk about Donovan Mitchell because I'm scared he might never be good again. Okay, then I'm sorry. I deal with head on. All right? I don't run from the big, difficult questions, and I don't think we should either. Yeah, it scares me a little bit. Donovan could go somewhere. Yep, and if you got to trade Donovan for four first-round picks and a couple slap asses, yeah, <laughs> it scares me a little bit. But the same point, then do the business. Do the work. Like, go get a player that makes Donovan stay. Go out there. Win. Hire a coach who can get him where he's going if it ain't JB. But this isn't a media creation. This is how the business works. And if you want to be in the business, if you want to be a Cavs fan, if you want Donovan Mitchell in Cleveland, that's how it works. We're talking about uh, Donovan Mitchell love in Cleveland. And I do think it's as simple as I, I, I think the, the divisional round is kind of the gray area. I, I think if you want to be in the best position to get a yes from Donovan, and I'll be honest with you guys, I think a, a firm yes or no this offseason is better than more ambiguity. I think the Cavs, and I, I don't know that this is a criticism it might come off as, as some. I think the Cavs have have kind of been in the middle of of building this roster, and I think they've done a good job you know, with going after Struess and Niang, uh, bringing in Sam Merrill, developing Isaac Okoro, uh, bringing Tristan back this year. Like, a lot of their moves this offseason, which I thought at the time were kind of a, eh, we'll talk about it next offseason, a lot of them have worked out. But at the same point, like, you can't continue. You're not Boston. Boston, for a really long time, just said, well, we got we got Jalen, we got Jason, we're going to be fine. And even Boston, about three years ago, had to start making difficult moves, having hard conversations, trading Marcus Smart, trading... Almost everybody around them trading Malcolm Brogdon this year or, or a couple years back. Like, you're going to get there. And so for a, for a lot of this, as much as I don't want to see anybody on this roster traded because I enjoy watching them play basketball, at some point you have to choose. At some point, it, whether it's Darius or Donovan or Jarrett or Evan, at some point you have to p- use a path forward to continue to progress. Yeah, this offseason feels like the logical point because there's so much pressure on this team to do better than they did last year in the playoffs, which was which I think informs some of some of the alleged Donovan coolness from fans. I, I think that is going to come kind of naturally because depending on what your answer is from Donovan, then you kind of know what 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 lies ahead. Yeah. That's kind of step one in the process. But I do agree with you that like it, tweaking the roster at some point might be inevitable. Like you might have to make a trade that gets you the one big thing you're missing, which is a wing that can do like the whole three and D thing and make shots for you on one end, but then defend really well on the other end because wing players are dominating the league today. Um, so and that might happen, but you're in a better situation if you know Donovan's here to make those changes and make the adjustments that you need to and kind of revamp the roster as you go. Um, you kind of need that answer from him first. I just want to say too, like. 
I understand it's the easy, low-hanging fruit to sit here and blame you or me or whoever's hosting JP tonight, whatever, and say, oh, well, you guys just keep talking about it. You're the reason Donovan's going to leave. Like, you're running him out of town. I think we're kind of all guilty. And I don't mean all, like, all radio show hosts. I mean, like, the whole root of this conversation is that we haven't necessarily appreciated Donovan Mitchell as much as we should have. So I think if there's, like, if that's the common theme – and Chris Fedor brings up, like, we got Peyton Hillis on the cover of Madden, but we're, we can't get Donovan Mitchell to be an all-star. I, I think we're all to blame if he doesn't feel like he's appreciated here. And I'm not saying he doesn't, and I'm not saying that's the reason he's ultimately going to leave. But I've had that conversation before, too, when I've done solo shows. Like, if we're adding to that, and, and that's another reason why he's like, eh, I don't really know if I want to be in Cleveland. They haven't appreciated me as much. We're all guilty. It's not just you sitting here behind a microphone or me sitting here behind a microphone. I don't think anybody's guilty. I don't like guys. It's the nat. It's the nature of where Donovan is in his career. Well, you either but, but have to I'm help him is, win like, It's easy for people to call in and say you guys are the reason he's not appreciated. When it's like, if you want him to be appreciated, then like we all have to be our, do our part to be. It's not just radio show hosts who are doing. That's I just, my point. I just think the idea that the conversations that happen with us with Donovan are any different than if he had been traded any other place other than New York. It's asinine. Like this is this is how the so when I yeah. say this is how the NBA works, this is how the conversations with the NBA have to work, and fit is always. I mean that is the number. So fit and and willingness to stay somewhere are the number one and two things you always have to think about. And when you can't speak to a perfect fit at both your guard spots and both your big spots, it's going to be a natural conversation. And when you can't speak to everybody's locked in to be here the next three years, not only does that change how you feel about that team going forward, it adds pressure. And sometimes it's purposeful pressure. Sometimes, as we have saw with LeBron, LeBron uses that leverage to make sure that team is giving him every chance to win. And I think the Cavs have probably been more patient than I would have liked to this point. That probably, that, that could still work out for him. But they are now putting all their eggs in this basket. And if I, and I don't, if I don't feel like I am certain that they can avoid what happened last year, then it is that 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 inflection point of that contract and him staying here, that's the conversation we have to have. And that's a conversation they have often in that building because that's how you have to think. And so, like... I personally, I disagree with Chris. Like, I think we've embraced Donovan as much as we can. But I don't think it's even close to what will happen if he does agree to a long-term contract and says he wants to stay here. I don't think it's anything close to what's going to happen if he goes to the Eastern Conference Finals this year, which would be the first time without LeBron you've been in the Eastern Conference Finals since Mark Price was king in town. But these are all things that have to play out. And yes, a lot of the reaction and a lot of the anxiety is built around you gave up an ass load to get him, and it hasn't paid off to this point. The roster does not fit what the rest of the NBA values as of right now, which it doesn't have an elite wing. And last year, because you blew it by by getting gentlemanly swept at home as the four seed, now this year it is all or nothing. And that's an uncomfortable position to be in when you know how the NBA works. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 